Welcome to another episode of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim and every week I'll be bringing you the very best shows from the past that the world has to offer. This week we look back on some pretty cool shows with some pretty cool duos as we talk Spellbinder, Noah and Saskia and Foreign Exchange. You might not have heard of these shows but if you have then I think you might enjoy this episode. So let's get started. And joining me as ever, it's producer Paul. Hey man, how's it going? I'm alright, thanks. How are you? Yeah, too bad. How's your week been? How's my week been? I don't know. It just came and went, really. Yeah, it's been one of those kind of roll into one weeks, isn't it? Well, yeah, now that we're all at home as well. Yeah. Even if, even though we are at home, it still feels like it's just... It, it felt like it was Monday yesterday. Now it's Saturday. I mean, I suppose that's a good thing. If you think it's like Monday and then straight away Saturday, I suppose that's a good thing, right? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> right, anyway, so uh, let's get started right away. And uh, we're going to start with Spellbinder, because that's uh, the show that came out first out of the three. The show came out in January 1995, and some of the things happening in the world. The World Trade Organization is established to replace the General Agreement on Tariffs in Trade. Valery Polyakov completes 366 days in space while aboard the Mir space station, breaking a duration record. US President Bill Clinton invokes emergency powers to extend a 20 billion loan to help Mexico avert financial collapse. Showgirls was in the cinemas and Set You Free by Entrance was in the charts. Yeah, this is kind of everyone's probably heard that at some point, right? some point in in 90s yes you would yeah. definitely have heard that song spellbinder now and uh, this is a fantasy adventure science fiction tv series produced by film australia and tello wizja polska so this is a australian polish tandem so there's going to be quite a few polish things in there so any polish listeners if i've said anything wrong at the gate, I uh, apologise profusely. I apologise. And it was also novelised by creators Mark Sherris and John Thompson. The shots were taken in Australia, which represented Paul's World, Sydney, Blue Mountains, and in Poland, where most pictures that featured the parallel world were shot. So they were shot in places like Krakow, Czechstochowa, Upland, Ogrodzieniak, Zwarishi, and Zerka Castle in Kazias. And the uh, Chkoska Castle was used as the Spellbinders cast with Kisias Castle serving for certain interior shots. And the ruins of Ogrodzieniak Castle were used as the ruins of the old Spellbinders Castle. And it was actually followed by Spellbinder, Land of the Dragon Lord, and some of the characters reprised their roles in that um, show, respectively. Yeah, I know I botched the uh, the Polish, but um, I apologize. Uh, very little is revealed about the history of the Spellbinders' world, and at some point in the distant past, a disaster befell the planet, leaving their land surrounded by a wasteland where nothing can survive. They refer to this disaster as the Darkness, and the ancestors 
of a group called the Marauders, and they're just basically raiders who live on the outskirts of society, bordering on the wastelands, and they're ba and they are blamed for the past catastrophe. It is later learned that the ancient spellbinders were the ones actually responsible for the disaster brought about by their own intellectual arrogance and desire for increasingly powerful weapons. The Spellbinder world is governed by a council of three regents who reside in the Spellbinder castle. The regents are indifferent to the plight of the people outside of their castle and enforce a very rigid code of laws designed to protect their power over the land and ultimately are reluctant to believe Paul's claims about where he comes from. They imprison anyone who discovers or applies the principles of science, such as Xander, who's a native boy who makes a toy that can fly. The basis of their power over the people is their technology, and they are ruthless in their desire to prevent anyone else from understanding it. People who are exiled to the wastelands are sometimes saved by and then join the group of raiders, as I said, the marauders. The people of the Spellbinder world are ignorant of the true nature of the Spellbinder's technology. To them, their power suits and flying ships are magic. The Spellbinders exploit this belief in order to maintain control over the people and use them for labor. Some of the Spellbinder's technology, so there was the power suit, and this was the central piece of the Spellbinder technology. It's powered by a set of power stones which can be recharged in the castle complex. By rubbing the cuffs of the suit together, a spellbinder can generate and discharge a power bolt. In combat, the power suit can be worn with a small shield capable of deflecting power bolts. Power stones are the primary power source of the spellbinder technology. Spellbinders get power stones from their lands. They are used to generate the power bolts released by power suits, and they are also used to create the magnetic fields that power flying ships. Summoning towers are large metal towers that resemble the electrical transformers and radio towers. The primary purpose of the summoning tower is to contact the spellbinders when they are needed. Eye stones, which are the, uh, the way spellbinders communicate with each other. The device has an outer lattice bearing the spellbinder insignia and opens to reveal a small circuit board. The eye stone creates a weak radio signal similar to a walkie-talkie. There's the flying ships, and these are unlike aeroplanes, and they operate on aerodynamic principles, fly, and they generate lift through powerful magnetic fields. Each flying ship is equipped with a pair of large power stones on either side, which rotate slowly as the ship moves. The motion creates a magnetic field powerful enough to repel against another magnetic field created by the summoning towers. And then there's the compass that they use to navigate when traveling on foot or horseback, the compass contains a gyro device that is pulled into motion with a piece of string and the arrow of the compass then moves to detect north. Some of the characters, so there's obviously Paul Reynolds, who was a teenage boy in Sydney and his life was normal until a prank at camp went wrong and he ended up in the land of the Spellbinders. There's Rihanna, and she lives in the Spellbinder world and her life was normal until the arrival of Paul. And despite getting off to a somewhat rocky start, Rihanna realizes that Paul is not a marauder after he rescues her from drowning in a river. Alex Katsonis, and he's Paul's best friend who knows the truth about what happened to Paul and tries his best to bring him back. Katrina Muggleton, she's an academically smart girl at school, but has tendencies of being naive. 
and she believes that Mount Lara lights do exist as she travels up the cave and is the only other person to both see and believe Paul's disappearance. Ashka, she's a spellbinder and she originally mistakes Paul for a marauder, but much to her surprise, he's unaffected when he when she tries to attack him. And she obviously, I think, becomes uh, one of the main villains of the piece. Brian, who's Paul's father, and he's a scientist. Corion is a spellbinder and senior regent, and he studies on how to repair flying ships and power suits. And he does not believe Paul, but when he meets Rihanna and shows him the technology from Paul's world via his camcorder, Corion realizes that Paul is telling the truth. And there's Grivon or Grivion, who's Ashka's apprentice, and he's the son of Clayhill Summoner and Ashka's co-conspirator. And he's a sycophantic, selfish piece of work and follows Ashka's order to the full. So, Spellbinders. Had you seen this one before? Nope. And I've never heard of it before. No, same here. Um, it was like, when, when I first started watching it, they were like making gunpowder in the lab, in the science yeah. lab. I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. And then they blew up the science lab with it. I mean, yeah, it was it was certainly the one, the weirdest one of the three this week. Go through a portal in Australia and come out sort of in the same place, but in Poland. I tell you what, right? It's I'm, I, I feel the same about all of them. I mean, I mean, apart from Noah and Saskia, I, I had heard of Noah and Saskia. Yeah, I had heard of it, but obviously I haven't heard of the others. But I don't know. I was I was presently surprised. I didn't have any kind of like feeling towards it. One thing that they were really good at in this show is the cliffhanger. Mm. They were super good at the cliffhanger because it's like, I mean, some of the episodes be like, oh, okay, come on, yeah, I kind of get the message. Let's, you know, let's get on with it. And then right at the end, they like stuff you have a cliffhanger. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just watch the next one then. Um, I'll go on then. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I didn't find myself clock watching. I thought, I thought the show was reasonably paced. It's not it's not the best show in the world. It's not gonna win Emmys and BAFTAs and, and, and things of that nature, but I don't know. I I, I, I kinda like this show. I, I really did. I thought I thought it was relatively interesting. I thought they did the the basics pretty well. And if you do the basics pretty well, you should have a semi decent, half competent show, and that's yeah, exactly I mean, what this was. I mean, I have to say, like, sometimes the acting really let it down, and I couldn't place Paul's accent. I mean, I'm not sure if it's like a place in he's from a place in Australia I've not heard of before, but his his accent was super weird. I'm not sure if you noticed it, but it's it it wasn't quite proper Australian for me. And um, maybe if there's Australians listening, they could tell us if he has a regional accent or not. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's super weird. And then to go into like kind of Eastern Europe accents as well, like I was a bit like, mm, I don't know how to feel about this. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a decent show. They did the basics well. Well, they did film it in Poland, and I I don't I don't see why they're not. Polish actors, I've, I think they've kind of got Polish kind of names anyway. But is Paul Australian or is he Polish? Well, his real name is... Oh, blimey. Harvek Milos Kompetski. Well, no. <laughs> There's not even a vowel in his name. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing he's not Australian. I kid then. you not. It's like Zabayek Trofimuk. 
Okay, so we can we can. There's literally not a vowel in 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 his first name. So that's probably why his accent was slightly off. Then maybe. Um... You can't you can't blame me for this one, Polish listeners. I I, 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 I'm, I <laughs> I'm trying to work with this. I'm I'm trying my best here, guys. This is, yeah, yeah. This 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 yeah. Damn, I can't I can't get these names. Um. Right, should we start episode rundown? I mean, I don't, I don't have anything else to say, really. No, yeah, no, because honestly, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, if this was on CBBC back then, I definitely would have watched it, and I definitely would have been tuned in for the next episode and the next episode and the next episode after that. Yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of have to know what happens, um, which is why I'm looking forward to your episode rundown because I know that I watched the first three on the bounce. Oh, okay. So because I actually genuinely want to know how. The story progressed well you can yeah do the first three then right so straight off the bat um so basically as i said before um alex and another boy who you don't know his name yet um is making gunpowder alex knocks over the experiment and a bunsen burner and he basically ends up blowing up the lab um katrina this uh, girl her experiment was ruined in the in the explosion and she finds like this kind of charred uh, gunpowder recipe. Um, so Paul, the name of the guy, who's the smart guy who's actually making up the gunpowder, is going to science camp with Alex. So like, Alex and Paul are mates. And Katrina is another girl, but I forgot. I don't really know her name. I didn't really uh, click with it. But um, So basically, what it is, they're going to go on this science camp, this trip, um, and it's called Camp Coup, I think, or Coops. I don't know if, uh, how you would say that. Um, basically, they're going there for a solar eclipse. There's a solar eclipse happening at this particular place, and they're supposed to be like a haunted cave and you know they're going to have to like but they have to go and recce the place to make sure everything's kind of there and want to view the solar eclipse obviously everyone knows you can't look at a solar eclipse because it could like burn your eyes out their sockets so you have to find different ways to view it and they've made a kind of camera obscure a pinhole camera kind of thing um and it's kind of a competition and paul and alex make a distraction because they don't have any of the stuff so they they have to kind of like make a distraction and steal some other bits and pieces to make their little thing and they end up making like a, a head camera obscura thing katrina has this like charred uh gunpowder recipe and she's kind of blackmailing paul and alex about it so they decide to get their own back on her and they go up to the, like the cave where there's supposed to be ghosts and like these weird lights and things like that they go up there and they're, they're ba- they basically make a um a ghost on a like a sheet on a on a zip line thing and they're going to scare the girls um so katrina goes up to see the girl the, the ghosts and they do this like kind of prank on them scare them but what they've done is they put like a a, a steel cable next to the, the um the power transformer in it and it causes a, an arc which opens up this portal paul goes in there and it kind of like closes up and he Paul, so Paul's in the in this other world, and the other guys are still in the real world, and they're like, "Oh my god, we can't find him," and kind of alert everyone else. Yeah, so the police goes to Paul's house and tells his dad. His dad goes and looks for him. Um, so Paul's wandering around this new world, and he finds this empty camp, and he gets caught by someone, but you don't know who it is. And that's when the first episode ends, and that's when I was talking about with the cliffhangers and they do this every episode so second episode the, the person that caught him is a girl um later know that she's called rihanna it's like she's a baddie at the start she's taking him and capturing somewhere and then the, the the solar eclipse happens and she gets freaked out because this is she's kind of like it's in medieval world and they're in like uh, obviously he's from the 
the, the what would be now the future so he knows what's going on so the total eclipse is happening she go she freaks out and then he kind of clocks on he said listen right if you untie me i'll bring the sun back because he knows the sun's going to be coming back in a minute so she unties him the sun comes back out and then she kind of just like legs it and he kind of chases after her she goes across this rope bridge and i know like because you said earlier that he rescues her but he actually caused a problem in the first place because he goes on the rope bridge and it wobbles and she falls in the water and then he kind of jumps in and says i'll save you meanwhile everyone is still looking for alex um and alex won't say to the police that he saw the portal he's saying oh, i didn't see nothing um because you don't want to be labeled like a weirdo or whatever um then paul's kind of wandering about and he sees a couple of people get jumped by what's known as the marauders and he finds his camp because he's got like a package of uh, Rihanna's, like uh, some like furs and some bits and pieces. So he sneaks into this camp by saying, like, I'm a merchant, I've got this to sell. Um, and then this woman comes into the camp on horseback with like a suit of armor on and um, people kind of like bow down. Uh, so this kid runs to her and you think, oh my God, like she's going to bash up this kid or or, or something. And um, and then she asks the girl if she's scared of the darkness and, in, and then she kind of stands up and says, the marauders tried to destroy the world, but we cast a spell to bring back the sun. So they're kind of like taking credit for something that is just a national phenomenon. He sees the girl and tries to ask her what year it is. So he meets her with Rihanna again, and she basically tells him to do one. Um, he swaps his watch for a sausage, and then someone flies a model into him, like a model plane. And he says, oh, I can't get her to fly straight. And Paul says, I could do it. So he kind of makes it fly straight. And then the spellbinders see this, and they basically go crazy because people have like... um. They shouldn't be doing inventing things. And she shoots this so the woman in the suit, like Lisa rubs her cuffs together and shoots this guy with electric thing and he goes down. And she also shoots um um what's his name? Uh Paul. But he's like got rubber sole trainers, so he's 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 largely unaffected by it. <laughs> um um so he escapes and uh, Rihanna helps him escape and then they see this big spaceship thing. Um and that's the end of that episode. Straight to episode three, they're trying to outrun the flying machine, um, and it's tracking this little device that he's picked up um, from when he went into the world from the summoner. Uh, they walk for ages, they set up a camp. Um, meanwhile, Dad's obviously getting more and more upset because he can't find his son. He thinks he's just dead somewhere. Paul finds a magnetic rock mine. Um, Rihanna distracts the workers so he can run away from it because he's like kind of found these rocks with like magnetic stones inside, like an ore, and he's kind of hiding from the people that are kind of dumping the rock. So she distracts him. He runs away. Um, and then she takes him back to the tower where he initially came into the world. Uh, meanwhile, in the real world, they're, cu they're cutting this cable that's close to the, um, the power transformer. And it again, causes another arc, which opens the portal once again. Um, and Katrina's like, look guys, guys, like it's kind of open, it's open. But everyone's looking at the guy with the chainsaw who's making a massive racket. Paul tries to run for the, uh, the portal, but just as he gets there, it shuts. And and Katrina tells everyone, but he no one believes her. Uh, Rihanna ends up taking Paul back to her village, Clay Hill. It doesn't go well. The village is on Amber Alert anyway. Um, and he's showing uh, Rihanna a tape recording, and he gets spotted by her little brother, who basically shops him in. Uh, and then the summoner comes in and um, and catches him. Uh, I didn't say before, but in the first episode, he when he comes into the into the new world, the summoner is the first person he meets, and he ends up like kind of having a little scrap and taking his little walkie-talkie 
communications device thing. Um, and anyway, so basically back to the third episode, the summoner comes in and catches him and says, what are you doing here? Um, and that's the three episodes I watched. But again, like it was a bit like, oh, what's going to happen after this? So I'm, I'm looking forward to your one. I watched three episodes as well, but then I kind of watched the first episode and then I kind of watched the halfway point, episode 13. So this was the final challenge. So fast forward a whole bunch of stuff and obviously um, during the whole kind of situation, Katrina and Alex obviously figure out that Paul is in this new world or Poland and they obviously try and tell his dad, but he's obviously like, look, he's missing. I'm, I'm not buying this at all. And it kind of goes with Rihanna and Paul trying to get away from Spellbinders. And Paul has evidence of Ashka plotting against Spellbinders on his camcorder. And I think by this point, Katrina becomes friends with Alex because obviously she knows what happened with um, Paul. And so... Yeah, she's trying to go out and then her parents are like, look, you're grounded. I don't even know what foolishness you're trying to pull with Paul, whatever. And Alex is like, look, let's go. We've got to go. And Rihanna's mum is uh, trying to call the, the summoner because obviously she's like, look, look what you've done to Paul. It's like, we're in this predicament because of you. It's your fault. I'm going to call the, the summoner or whatever. That's exactly what she does. And then he just ends up tying everybody up. And obviously Alex is trying to uh, pick up Katrina along the way. And it start, uh, when he's like looking out the window, because he's obviously trying to like tap on her window. And you see like Katrina's mom throwing tea out the window. Is that a thing? I, what went so, say that, say that again. Like the tea bag, like not tea bag, um, teapot. So, like, basically, the the bottom bit of the of the teapot. Once you've like poured your tea out or whatever, and she literally just gets the teapot, empties the contents onto the street. I'm not sure about the street, but I guess maybe in a flower bed or something with tea leaves. I don't know if they compost well. And yeah, right, they're on their way to save Paul, and Rihanna's mum obviously realizes that Paul is not the enemy, and she ends up drugging the summoners and everybody there. And Paul gets away. He tells the family to hide. And he gives them the evidence of Ashka basically being uh, the one who's trying to like take over and, and, and things like that. Ashka's going to the summoning tower. And she's basically like going after Paul because obviously they, you know, they're trying to open it. And Katrina's trying to contact Paul using the walkie-talkie thingy. But it ends up being Ashka. And in the end, yeah, Rihanna saves Paul. Because obviously he was like, right, I'm going to close this and you're never going to go back to your to your stupid little world, your mind forever and, 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 and what have you. And uh, basically, yeah, she stops Ashka from attacking Paul, Rihanna. And so Paul goes back in his world and Ashka's trying to get at Rihanna. But then Paul grabs her and he pulls her into his world. And Rihanna is now in Australia in the modern day, or at least whenever the um, the timing was. And then I fast forwarded all the way to the finale. And 
again, a bunch of stuff happened, such as Ashka ending up in the real world too. And she's obviously part of the whole plotting and the scheming and everything that goes with that. And she's basically trying to steal the doctor's or Paul's dad's work. And she's trying to destroy evidence of her work in the lab because obviously she doesn't want people knowing what she's up to. And she basically locks Alex, Katrina, Paul and her dad, his dad, inside a metal cage. And... Yeah, so Alex, sorry, Alex and Katrina were in the in school in an exam, and Paul's trying to contact the walkers, going, "Alex, get out of this exam and save us. We're in trouble." And that's um, exactly what uh, they do. And Ashka's chasing after Rihanna and Paul, and yeah, so um, she goes to um, their house because I think the, there's like evidence on the on the computer and Paul's little sister was there as well and so he's like he's Paul was like to Alex and Katrina go to my house and 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 grab my sister make sure nothing happens to her and make sure nothing happens to the computer and yeah so Paul's dad and Paul and Rihanna are trying to get back to the house and they're trying to see where Ashka's gone and so Ashka's after some tiny little chip or whatever that she's going to use as part of the um, the Spellbinders weapon sort of thing, and it's going to make her, like, super, super powerful. And then, yeah, so they they all basically go to some warehouse place because uh, that's where uh, Alex and Katrina, and um, they're all basically headed out there. And and Katrina's mum is like, stop this nonsense. You're going to come back with me. I'm tired of this. And obviously Katrina's like, look, there's something happening. I'm not going with you. Like, say what you want. And so Alex gets a, a crane from this warehouse. Not, not Alex, sorry, Paul. Paul gets a crane. And he basically manages to get Ashka onto the crane. Because obviously she's, uh, she's got the magnet kind of suit on. And they managed to like stop her in the end, and they basically um, go back to their world, the other world, and yeah. So the 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 coroner or the or, or the regent, he basically is like, right, okay, I'm gonna arrest uh, Ashka, and he's like to Rihanna, I want to make you my apprentice because you're the only person who always tells the truth, who always keeps it a buck. And he's thinking, you know what? Our knowledge has to be shared because obviously Paul's like, look, if you leave this portal open, then our our world, we're going to take over and we're going to turn it into a theme park. We're going to commercialize it. And I don't really want that for you guys. And he heads back to his world. And Katrina ends up saving Paul's dad's files. And so they basically have all of the cool stuff that they were working on before and uh yeah that's how it ends it ends pretty well i like that it ended like properly you know i, I do i do like a nice round ending <laughs> yeah um yeah it, it did it wasn't on for very long i think it was like one or two series and then done i think it was 
made in the same year and ended in the same year. And I think that's the case with every show this week. But uh, I think for some for for some reason it, it it works out best that way because it's a small thing, and that small thing can be um, left alone and, and and celebrated and appreciated more. But no, I I ended up liking this show even though I'd never heard of it and uh yeah good really really good stuff Noah and Saskia now and this show came out in May 2004 and some of the things happening in the world Manmohan Singh becomes the 13th Prime Minister of India the legislative yuan in Taiwan passes a bill mandating that official documents in Chinese be written from left to right instead of right to left ending centuries of tradition the new super mario bros was released in north america being one of the most top 25 selling video games of all time probably the worst movie i've ever seen in my life van helsing was in the cinemas and fit but don't you know it by the streets was in the charts oh oh, the streets i remember those that they disappeared didn't they yeah i mean yeah I do remember that song, yeah. Um, and I haven't seen Van Helsing. Um, that's the Guy Fawkes one, right? The... I don't know. I don't care. All I know is the worst. It is, on my money, the worst film I think I've ever seen. He's a vampire hunter or something. I don't know. I I don't, yeah. I've... I, yeah. It I'm was... thinking of V for Vendetta, I think. But yeah. Um... Yeah, the worst film I think I've ever seen in my life. Noah and Saskia now. So this was a uh, children's TV program produced by the Australian Children's TV Foundation for the Australian Broadcasting Corporation and the BBC. And the show explores a situation in which two teenagers meet in an internet chat room using personas that are very different from their true selves. They become friends, but both fear having the other discover their true identities. And... Yeah, um, basically Saskia finds that her alter ego, Indy, allows her to express aspects of her personality that she is uncomfortable with or unable to express normally. Indy is confident and sexy, where Saskia is nervous and shy. By asking herself what would Indy do, Saskia learns to be more assertive and in some ways become Indy herself. Many novels, films, and books that deal with internet friendships depict them as dangerous, especially for teenagers. The more balanced view put forth in Nora and Saskia has been welcomed by many people who have experienced internet friendships firsthand. Each episode of the show follows one of the main characters in their home country, Saskia in Australia or Noah in England. Each country has an independent cast, and as a result, the two main characters have never met before or during production. Moreover, all of the Australian footage was filmed before Jack Blumenau had been cast as Noah. Furthermore, the two halves are very different stylistically. Saskia directly addresses the camera and has flashbacks and daydreams, while Noah's side is shown objectively. Noah and Saskia meet in person in the last episode of the series. However, the scene was created digitally after filming Jack Blumenau and Hannah Greenwood separately. In the final shot of this scene, Noah and Saskia are standing face to face. When Hannah Greenwood filmed this shot, Noah had not been cast. To ensure the two characters appeared to be looking directly at each other, three different versions of Saskia's half of this shot were filmed. 
with Hannah Greenwood looking at Noah standings of three different heights. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. Um, it actually was nominated for a couple of awards. So it was a finalist in the Banff Rocky Awards in Canada for children's program. And it was a finalist in the Logie Award for most outstanding children's program in Australia in 2005. And it won an Orgy Award in 2004. And some of the characters, so obviously Noah King, who's a socially inexperienced boy from London. He lives with his mother, football-loving father and brother, and later his cousin Eddie. He runs a webcomic called Max Hammer, which is based on his life and the people around him. Later in the series, his personality changes into becoming more like Max, such as spending less time online, getting a girlfriend for a time, and even playing football. Saskia Litras is a shy musical girl from Melbourne. She lives with her single mother, works at the chicken coop after school. Her original reason for creating the character of Indy was to confront Max for stealing some of her music illegally, although this leads to her to become Noah's partner in his webcomic Max Hammer. As the series progresses, her personality changes into more like being indie, such as playing music in public and even becoming more confident in school. At first, she had a crush on Max, but those feelings faded for a time when Max told her he only thought of her as a friend. Obviously, some of the other characters, so Renee, who was Saskia's best friend, Clive, Specs, Eddie, and Ernesto, who was um, Saskia's boyfriend for a little period of time. So Noah and Saskia. One thing I did find quite jarring was the... Um, by the way, I'd never seen this before, never even heard of it. Um, I found it quite jarring that she looked at the camera and she was kind of talking her thoughts, but like whilst the other person was still talking, so but they couldn't hear her and it was a bit weird. Anyway, I found that very weird and jarring. I liked the um, internet, like it was like a less dangerous side of the internet. Like sometimes they are just kids talking to kids. Obviously, like there's this kind of like, she's like, uh, so Noah kind of thinks that she's this, and because they make the avatars, right? So she thinks that he's this like kind of tall, handsome chap and he thinks she's this like, like, blonde woman and 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 it's kind of like the the um perceptions are off but you know the real kind of sentiments in between there um i really liked the kind of the the dual storyline going on i thought that was really really cool um uh and yeah i i actually thought this was a really successful show i i like this this one yeah um i totally agree with with all of that um, I had heard of Noah and Saskia. I believe it came on CBBC, but I, I don't, I don't think I, I watched it. Obviously, yeah. Like when you think of Noah and Saskia, I was like, yeah, I've, I've heard of it, I've heard of it. And then when I've seen it and I've seen the characters, that I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And I remember just looking at Saskia, and I was like, I've seen this girl before, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then when I looked it up, she was in Neighbours. Oh, really? Yeah, she played some crazy girl, like stealing a baby or something along those oh, wow. lines. She was, yeah, she was she was in Neighbours, and I think one of the teachers was also in Neighbours. She was, um, she played uh, the wife of. Uh, do you remember? Do you know anything about Neighbours? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I used to watch you know, Harold. 
Yeah, the old course. guy. So who, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't know Harold? Harold, Harold, yeah. so Harold had like, a son. Harold yeah. had a son, David, and David's wife was, I think, Liliana, and I think she was in um, Nora and Saskia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember that. Um, I mean, I was in the when Scotty died of a brain hemorrhage. Scotty. Or, yeah, he was like this young guy, a super popular, cool guy, and he just like suddenly died one episode. And oh, Stingray. Yeah. And oh yeah. Okay, Stingray. Yeah, yeah, Stingray. When, the Simmons. Yeah, when he died, I was out of it. I, I left neighbors and I never went back. So to be fair, I I stopped when I moved to Egypt. Because it was literally from about 2003 to about 2008, I was like, I was on that neighbor's hype. I think I stopped in 2006. But I used to, because I used to have a free gym membership at school, I mean, in my, in my sixth form, uh, because I did um, sports. And so I used to go to the gym and we had like TVs in the, in the, in the, in the, what's it called? In the instrument. So I used to plug my headphones in, watch Neighbours for 20 minutes, put like the cycle on level one before you, <laughs> and then watch, watch Neighbours and then go. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so those years, but those years were great though. And yeah, literally when I moved to Egypt, I just kind of was like, yeah, I can't. There, was, there wasn't any way for me to watch Neighbours whilst I was in, in Egypt. So I had to kind of uh, put that to the side. But obviously, yeah, two of these characters and Saskia, yeah, she, she played this... Um, girl who tries to steal a, a baby or something along those lines yeah like she she played like a a psychopath but uh um, yeah anyway we digress but um no this yeah i i really yeah i like the show as well it was again it was the the the, the yeah like i said the good side of uh, the internet i still think it's wild that kids were allowed to have computers in their room I think we spoke about it when we were doing Degrassi. Do you remember that crazy episode about the the girl who was talking to this guy and they meet in this hotel room and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah it's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those where and obviously the police was like to the parent, like, yo man, like you you shouldn't be having no computer in your damn room. You know, the thing is, obviously, because this was set quite a while ago, right? 2004 or whatever. And this is when, like, you know, chat rooms were... You had to kind of go onto a chat room or you had MSN or some other thing like that, you know, where you kind of add, add your mates or whatever, or a chat room where you kind of... www or I'm going to go into chatroom.com or whatever. But now it's kind of different. Like the, the I bet it was that, you know. <laughs> I bet it was that. I'm going to go into chatroom.com. Um but it's like now like with like computer gaming and and different you know things on your phone it's like it's way easier to get in the chat room now i don't know why i'm talking about this anyway so no and saskia um no but obviously it's part of the whole the whole point because it's like obviously they're just two kids and conveniently happen to just yeah like you said just genuinely two kids there wasn't anything dark or sinister i i, I don't think i could have handled it I couldn't yeah. handle another Degrassi-like episode where things just go south quick. And yeah. I'm watching it going, no, <laughs> no, no, get out. Or, or get him, get him, get him, get him. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I didn't want that. So this was nice to just yeah see two kids talking to each other, having this idea of what they are and who they are. Because I liked how yeah. Max Hammer was talking in an Australian accent, whereas Indy will be talking in a, an English accent. 
and they would kind of be communicating with each other. I actually did like her talking to the camera. It kind of gave it a feel and it kind of I know I know what you mean. I mean, I'm not like I'm not completely adverse to it, but this was weird though. It was kind of a little it was just a little bit weird. I'm not sure what it was about it, but it was just kind of a little bit strange. Um one of the things that did make me laugh was when the teachers like they go on the computer in the, in the first episode and the, and and the teacher's like, oh, this is my heart throb and this and that and the other. And then they go into another room and it's a little kid <laughs> and he's like chatting up. And you go, don't worry, I'm going to dump her or something like that. What's that um, idiot's name? I think I've got it down here somewhere. Yeah, I think it's Specs. Specs, yeah. I mean, th- that was like, that was that was a genius bit of writing, I have to say. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it, but like, I think it was really well shot. I like I said, I was I was actually like a bit shocked at the um, uh, the the England Australia thing, and I, you know, I was interesting that they never even met each other. But, yeah, like, that's I, insane. You kind of would never have clocked that just by watching it, you know. No, um, very good acting from yeah. both of them. Then, yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, like so I said, I did. I did the same thing with all three um, shows this week, and I just watched the first three episodes to see how the story progressed. This one, I very nearly watched. If I had more time, I would have watched this entire series, um, but I unfortunately didn't. Um, but yeah, so I watched the first three. Do you want me to all crack right, on? Take it away. Uh, right, I'm just trying to find my. I'm not sure if I've split up these episodes very well, but um, so Saskia can see in people's minds. That's what I've written. Um, someone took her uh, her music basically, and um, and she's annoyed about it. Someone's stolen her music and they're using it online. Then, so she, her and her friend go into this room, and a kid is talking to this teacher online. He's kind of like online dating her. Um, they try and make him um, hack into this website where her music's being used. Uh, they use an avatar to get onto the website, but they get kicked out kind of by their security. Um, her friend tells her that she needs to lure a man. That's Renee. Um, she tries it. It works. Max Hammer says, write music for the comic, and she does the music for it. So he does. he's kind of like his comic book writer. She's a music person. Um, Max Hammer lives in England. He's young and doesn't look like the avatar. His name is Noah. Um, that was the end of the first episode. I was really short notes for the first episode. Don't know why I didn't write in more than that. So I mean, I uh, kind of fill in the gaps if you want. Yeah, go on because I thought I wrote more notes than that. Um, well, what I wrote was obviously Saskia wants revenge on Max Hammer after he stole the music, and obviously the music that he stole becomes a hit and it gets like. Loads and loads of listens on uh, on the interweb. Teacher has a cyber love account, so she tries to find another nerd to get into his account. Gerald, I think his name was. He's a creep, but Saskia gets into the website initially, but gets kicked out. And Renee is basically asking... She's advising Saskia how to lure Max Hammer, so she's basically saying that instead of trying to confront him, you should try to lure him. That's what you should do with uh, men. And obviously she delves into the mind of Renee and how her head works. So she basically knows what Renee is or what she's about and what she potentially might end up being. And she tells us that she has the gift of seeing into people and knows how they are and what they like. Mum gets Her mum gets a, a job because money is tight. And obviously she's a single mum and they basically have to um, work so she gets uh, this job at a uh, chicken coop. 
And obviously her mum had strong expectations of Saskia initially, but then obviously her expectations kind of waned. And we find out that she's incredibly shy and she doesn't like to play her guitar in public. And she basically has a teacher who's a child prodigy called Benny. He used to be really, really famous, but he kind of kicked it in. I like that. And she's asking her mum advice on how to lure boys. And so she goes online and then she speaks to Max Hammer and she creates his profile called Indy. And Saskia wants an apology. But Max was like, basically, you know what? You wanted someone to hear it, admit it. And basically Saskia's like, look, I just want credit for something that I did. And so Max said, like, you know what? How about I offer you a role? Like I can do all the comic stuff and then you can do all the music. She ends up agreeing. And then we go back to England and we don't necessarily see his face. And then we only see it at the end. And then we see um, someone called Noah and we find out that he is the uh, the Max Hammer identity. And then it kind of ends with him going. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's a lot shorter and a lot younger than he looks like on uh, on his avatar, right? His avatar is kind of like tall, spiky head, cool dude. And he's like this little, kind of little short, maybe slightly geeky um, kid. So... Um, so he's chatting at the beginning of the second episode, he's chatting with Saskia and then Noah's dad is going to be the football coach. He's kind of this like big kind of tough. I was going to be, could have been a footballer if it wasn't for my knee kind of, um, thing. And this, this, this bit I really like. So his, his mate Clive is kind of this suave guy. He's, he's like, he, he's got like, um, so he's a black guy, right? And he, I think he's normally have short hair, but he's got like, he comes in, he's got like huge dreadlocks and he turns out he's put, um, hair extensions in to try and uh to try and <laughs> impress the girls and then he's trying to explain to know um to Noah that which is a fair point not all beautifying things are for girls um and everyone's kind of like laughing at his hair um uh so dad's gives so his dad's going to be Noah's dad's going to be the football coach so he kind of gets all the lads together kind of makes his speech and you know kind of like it's a bit like you know kind of we'll fight him on the beaches and that sort of like speech so then he makes Noah because he doesn't know the boys he said like I'm going to get my sons to pick the teams and then we'll kind of try everybody out so Noah's going to pick a team and his brother's going to pick a team but I've forgotten his brother's name Clive no no that's his that's his mate's name um uh anyway so he speaks to Saskia and she tells him that he doesn't need to be that he needs to be bad like you know kind of really bad but he make make it look like he's trying hard so he doesn't have to play football so Noah's like a bit of a geek his brother's a bit of a tough guy um but he didn't want to play football, and but he, you know his brother can't. They want to wind each other up, and they can't help it. So Saskia tells him to be rubbish, and then his dad won't pick him. Um, he asks the geeks to play, but he doesn't. But they don't want to. And then he says, "Well, if you want help with coding, then don't ask me." And they end up playing because they're um, they need the help with the coding. Um, but they're rubbish, obviously. And the, uh, the they did they did kind of do this like. Um, play a bio like you see on the football like he scored this many goals he's done this and that and that and it did one on the ref and he goes in 1991 he red carded the entire team <laughs> like, um, so I thought that was quite funny um, Clive uh, showing off so instead of like playing football he's kind of showing off in front of the girls like you know when you're at school you would have the girls that are crowded around watching the football um, with all the boys so kind of same thing and Clive gets hit with the ball because he's just showing off instead of paying attention uh, Noah's can't help but tease his brother. Oh, his brother's name is Phil. Um, and his brother pretends to be useless to wind up dad. Uh, he doesn't want to play and Phil doesn't want to 
want want his dad to be coach because basically his dad's riding feel pretty hard and he's just saying like um and he's kind of making him a bit um bit nervous and he can't play when he's nervous so then dad comes in to speak to Noah and says sorry because he's shouting at him all the time and he says maybe he's not cut out to be the coach but he's still going to train the kids and they have to be up at five a.m and then the next episode is called don't blame it on hormones um so saskia loves max now she's like he said to her um i love doing this with you and then she's read that as i love you saskia and she's kind of like gone off on one and then her mum trying to tell her that she's not in love and renee says she doesn't know anything about love and then um this little guy says that he will play with her um not sure what he's what he's doing um no and i Noah says i love doing this with you saskia thinks he meant i love you popular so he tells all these girls are in the toilets talking and the popular girls said no, that's not what he meant um and then she explains the website to the girls and the popular girls want in and she says well maybe and then kind of walks out tries to play it all cool um um so noah hasn't sent a pic of himself and renee tells her that he didn't say that she loves you she tries to find out if he has a girlfriend and he basically she basically goes on the chat room and starts speaking to all his friends and they're like i don't know i don't know i don't know um then the little boy tries to um so benny like he doesn't want to play guitar like you said earlier and but then he gets this kind of sudden uh inspiration and he wants to play again and he tries to get his guitar up, but it falls on his head uh and then saskia so they're gonna like play together um instead of like him just teaching her they're going to play together and then saskia kind of postpones it uh benny's not happy about it because he kind of got all ready to go and she postponed it anyway um mum hears her say i'm tired so basically a mum keeps coming in in the episodes and sees her online and then um he, he he she calls him and says like listen i'm I'm tired i can't come to the jam session and her mum hears it and then she says right that's because you've been on the um uh on the chat room all night all day and all night um Meanwhile, Saskia has a special job at her work where she's working in the chicken shop and then she has to dress up as a chicken and then she gets fired because she runs off and goes to use the internet booth. Uh, Mum says that she's selling the computer because she keep like playing up uh, and then they have a ch- chat and then Mum says maybe, maybe she won't sell it. Uh, Benny comes in and says, like, I can't teach you anymore because he thinks that Saskia loves him. So he basically kind of dumps her even though they're not together um and uh decides that he will teach her but they can't be a band and then she sends Noah the song and she will ride it out with Max to see how it goes um yeah and that was the first three episodes um again like I really enjoyed where this was going how it was progressing I thought the storyline was like was was quite cool uh character development was great I I, yeah I, I really enjoyed this one cool so I went all the way to the last episode tonight live with noah and saskia so um yeah quite a lot of quite a lot has happened obviously we find out that saskia dates ernesto basically she liked max but obviously max was like we should just be friends and i believe she finds out that max hammer wasn't who he says he was and yeah there's a boy in the food court that like Saskia, but Saskia always torments him. And she ends up, you know, thinking about her ex and she's talking to him about Arthur and and, uh, and all of that. 
And obviously, because she's so far away from Max, she's like, you know what? I just have to um, forget about him and let it go. And so she gives up her computer. So there isn't any like temptation to like go on and, 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 and talk to Max. And Saskia's playing sad music. And Benny's like, you know what? I think you're still thinking about Max, aren't you? And uh, basically the geeky boy specs he's he wants to learn how to play the guitar but you think it's going to be a way for him to like lure all the girls and max he has a, a brand new website and he comes back after a little break or whatever it was and indy writes him an email and so saskia tells her boss about uh and saskia and obviously Saskia and Ernesto are basically having a, a a little chat or an argument. And her boss is like, whoa, what's going on here? You two haven't dated, have you? But um, they're like, no, no, we haven't dated. It's fine. We're just friends. And then obviously, I think they kind of agree that they're going to be friends. Saskia is writing an email. And she finds out the identity. And she's thinking, is it is Max Hammer, Eddie or Noah? So we don't know. And so she thinks it's Eddie, the little boy. And so she's like, I've been chatting to a little boy all this time and she's not happy. And Eddie's basically telling Noah that Saskia is going to expose him. Because obviously I think Noah wanted to give up the website and he wanted to kind of play football and he wanted to kind of get away from that world. And so Indy is proposing a meet-up with Max and they're basically going to ask each other real questions. So it'll be like Noah talking to Indy and Max talking to Saskia. And yeah, so Noah is basically telling the truth about his family. And initially he told a lie and then she was like, look, I know that's not true. Like, please just be honest with me. And then, yeah, he just basically tells the truth about the family. And Saskia or Indy is talking about her job at the chicken coop. And yeah, they're basically, oh, so how old are you? And so Noah's like, look, I'm 14. Saskia goes, I'm 14 as well. And they're asking, you know, are you really who you say you are? And so he was like, look, this is, I believe that this is who I am. And I think Saskia says the same thing. And then I think the last question was, what's your real name? And obviously you're thinking there, yeah, they don't really know each other. They just know each other as Max and Indy. And so it's like, I'm Noah. And it's like, I'm Saskia. And then they kind of get away from their internet personas and they're kind of facing each other through this virtual reality thing. And they just look at each other and they're like, yeah, really? Yeah, like, I'm Noah, I'm Saskia. Nice to meet you. And I, I really liked this. This was really, really well done. And, you know, credit to um, Hannah Green, what I think her name was, who was the actress. Like, if she didn't know him from Adam, and she's basically doing this whole thing just on a green screen or whatever it may be. And, yeah, I just thought it was very, very well done. And, yeah, I, I again, I, I left really liking this show. Yeah, I think it was one of those things that straight out of straight out of gate for me. It was a really decent show. I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't like. I was really glad it was like real world and not all that virtual reality crap. Um, because the virtual reality bits I didn't like. 
I thought it was fine. It it complemented it really well because that was the whole point. It's like they are kids in their own world that they've kind of created for themselves and they're basically living in it for a sec. What I mean is I don't like I didn't like it as in like a, a concept for the whole whole show. I didn't mind it for the um for the for the little bits that it was in there and how well, it, I think it is the whole show. I think yeah. it is the concept. No, but what, you know what I mean. Like, as in, it's not like the whole show wasn't a virtual reality bit. It was like real world, real world, and a little bit of virtual reality to show what they're actually doing. And I didn't mind that. If it was the whole, if it was all of that computer stuff, I would have been re- really put off by it. But it wasn't, so I was happy. <laughs> no, this was this was this this was good. So um, yeah, fair 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 play to these guys. Finally, we come on to Foreign Exchange. So this show came out in November two thousand and four. And some of the things happening in the world. George W. Bush is re-elected president of the United States. The European Space Agency unmanned probe Smart One arrives at the moon, becoming the first European satellite to fly to the moon and orbit it. The Nintendo DS, the best-selling handheld game console of all time, is released. National Treasure was in the cinemas. And if there's any justice by Lamar was in the charts and yeah Lamar he to be fair he held it down for 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 the Brits and uh yeah good 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 on you shout out to Lamar for an exchange now so this was a uh, Australian Irish TV series and it starred Lynn Styles as Hannah O'Flaherty who's a feisty Irish girl and Zachary Gerrard as Brett Miller a sun-drenched Australian boy and the pair are brought together from opposite sides of the world due to a transfer portal. It had two major sets, one in Galway Island and the other in Perth, Western Australia. And Brett Miller and his family live underneath their restaurant only to find a rock that opens a portal into the basement level of O'Keefe's College, an Irish boarding school, which is in reality Castle Hackett House near Tuam, County Galway or Galway. There he unexpectedly bumps into Hannah O'Flaherty, a student from Galway, who is delighted to learn that when she turns a similar rock on her side of the portal, she can escape the grey and winter of Ireland to the sun and summer of Australia. The show revolves around these two characters who are the only two to know and use the portal, with the exception of Cormac McNamara who learns about the portal near the end of the season. The characters of this show, like I said, Brett Miller, who's a, a young Australian surfer who finds a portal that takes him to Ireland in the basement of a boarding school. He becomes the best friend of Hannah and they'll never tell anyone about the portal. Originally an only child, his mother Jackie remarried to Craig and he now has a little sister. And also living in the home is Wayne, his big brother. In Ireland, Brett finds work as Janet's assistant. Initially in love with Tara, over the course of the series, he realizes that his true passion is Hannah. Hannah O'Flaherty, who is an Irish student at O'Keefe's College and best friend of Brett. She boards at the school as a roommate with Tara, and Hannah is smart and a close friend of Cormac, who is a local genius. The school's director, Miss Murphy, is suspicious of her disappearances. And everyone in Australia thinks she's a surfer. Connor McNamara is one of the smartest students at the college and he's always has a new invention. 
Tara, Tara Keegan, who is Hannah's roommate, who never suspected the portal. She likes to appear popular and interested in fashion, shopping, gossip, beauty treatments, and money. Often she leaves school only to go to the shopping mall. Martin Staunton is the vice, he's the son of the vice director and advisor of O'Keefe's College, and his father is rich. Meredith is the daughter of Craig, the youngest sister of Wayne, and the stepdaughter of Jackie, and the stepsister of Brett. She's generous, kind, honest, intelligent girl, and always gives her opinion. She likes Brett and Hannah a lot, a lot, as she likes to think they're an item, and also likes Wayne, even though he's often rude and loud. Wayne is the stepbrother and Meredith's older brother and likes fighting with Brett. Jackie is the mother of Brett. Craig Payne is the husband of Jackie and father of Wayne and Meredith. Seamus McCracken is the uh, caretaker and janitor of the college. Eilish Murphy is the director of O'Keefe's College as she suspects that Brett and Hannah keep a secret. So, foreign exchange. Um, yeah, another one I hadn't heard of. Um, uh, this one was a little bit more. Um, I was a little bit more apprehensive of watching this one. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's because I, I watched this one second, and I really liked um, Noah and Saskia. So, I mean, I was a bit like um, iffy about the the thing, and then uh, literally the first scene, I was like, "Oh, it's Australia. They're surfing, and it's a surf competition." And I was like. Where have I seen this before in every single Australian <laughs> thing ever? <laughs> I literally made a note of that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Australia surfing the beach. And then they go to Ireland, which is like literally couldn't be f- further apart than Australia, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, another one I hadn't heard of, but it, I'm not sure if it's just I have like a, an affection for the Australian shows, but yeah, I really enjoyed this one as well. Yeah, I thought, again, it was a, a pretty fun show. Um, I, I hadn't heard of this show either. The only, yeah, the only show I'd heard of out this week was Noah and Saskia. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't know this show was a, a thing. I did like how Australia's media wanted to kind of link up with different shows. So obviously, you've got Australia, Poland, Australia, England, and Australia, Ireland for this one. But uh, no, yeah, I thought it was good. Or as uh, our Irish listeners would say, I thought it was grand. I like the I like the concept. Um, a little bit science fiction, a little bit just like kind of people just getting on with it. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't think there was much not to like about this. No, I, I I thought I thought the same as well. So first note was Aussie surfing again. Um, Wayne and Brett are moving in together. Um, as you said earlier, they're kind of like stepbrothers. Uh, Wayne is giving. Um, Brett a hard time. Um, they're kind of like because they have to move into the same room. Uh, Meredith is a little girl, but she's kind of a statistician, and she kind of um, comes in and gives Brett um, some stats about how often it causes pe- people issues when they're moving in together. Uh, there's a mark on the wall in the basement, and then uh, Brett kind of finds this black stone. He puts it in the wall, and it kind of opens his portal. Um, he kind of throws a like a football through the through the portal and he then he goes through and it's kind of another basement so he goes up into the house oh by the way he's locked meredith out because she was uh, winding him up a bit um so 
he goes up into the house. He kind of opens his door and it's like this girl's bathroom, all the girls scream. And it turns out he's in this boarding school in Ireland. And I wrote down Italy at first because I thought that was a red um, part of the flag, not not green. So um, uh, she go, he go, runs away, goes into the shed. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You thought Italy... Yeah, because I thought it was... Did you a not red... hear the music in the beginning of the show? No, I didn't pay attention to that bit. I just literally... Th- I honestly thought... I, was like, I, wrote, I literally wrote down Italy. Um, even, even though I saw in the beginning that it was probably Ireland, I still wrote down Italy for some reason. But then, yeah, as soon as I heard someone open their mouth, I quickly deleted that. Um, so, he... <laughs> <laughs> so he runs off into the shed and he... Come on! <laughs> yeah, Wake I'm, up, I'm... McFly! Wake up, McFly! <laughs> Um, so he bumps into this girl who tells him where he is, but she's not happy about it. Uh, there's a ge- basically the girl, the whole school's gone up in arms because there's a there's an intruder. So, and this little geek boy has some sort of spectrum analyzer from Ghostbusters. Turns out it's an infrared body heat detector. The teacher thinks there's an, she calls the police, and it turns out there's an escape prisoner in the area. So everyone thinks that this intruder is the escape prisoner. Um, Hannah listens to. Um, Brett's story and she goes to check out the portal for herself and she says and she goes through it and she sees it's nighttime on the other side so he must be telling the truth um, when she comes back everyone's panicking uh, the police turn up with the wimpiest sirens ever Have you? did you notice the sirens on the police cars <laughs> I mean police cars and like ambulance fire engines and stuff like that um, are pretty menacing like really very loud and thing and these, these were like yeah, but I don't think it should be loud anyway, particularly when you're like coming into the scene. Yeah, there were wimpy sirens. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm not sure if that's an Irish thing or not. Um, so she goes and speaks to Brett and she tries to get him back to through the portal. Wayne, Meanwhile, back in Australia, Wayne's banging on the door and they're looking for a spare key. Um, Brett wears a bee suit. And has to have a girl's name so he can sneak into school. But he bumps into this dodgy looking bloke. And then it kind of cuts and the cops bundle someone that's in this bee suit. Hannah thinks it's Brett, but it's not. It's the, um, it's the dodgy looking bloke, the the escaped prisoner that's stolen um, the suit from Brett. Uh, in the mayhem, Hannah sme- uh, sneaks him back and his parents have started drilling the lock. Um, Hannah and Brett make it back to the basements. They go back um but here the family brett pushes hannah back through the portal so that he doesn't have to explain it takes the old um rock out to close the portal he pretends to have music on um and said oh i didn't hear you like drilling my door down because i had these really amazing headphones on um and then he asked mom if he can like is the basement could be his room and in episode two hannah's basically trying to sneak out she goes to the basement but the portal's not active uh, meanwhile, in Oz, um, stepdad is giving Brett a talk. It says, like, oh, think of me as a mate. Um, I know I'm not going to replace your dad and all this and the other. Quite a touching moment, I thought, considering that's obviously a very awkward part of a, any stepson or stepdad's life or any stepchild or stepparent, to be fair. Um, so Hannah comes through the portal after Brett activates it. Mum walks in and they make him excuses of why he's got a girl in his bedroom. And then he says, oh, yeah, she's here for the surf competition. And I was like, of course courses a surf competition um brett says don't worry just do the first event it's only paddling to the boy and back um hannah sort of uh, befriends meredith a little girl um she gets brett's mum's wetsuit and enters the surf competition <laughs> and i was like the redhead irish girl in australia 
like as like she's going to burn to a cinder there. Um, anyway, she nearly drowns in the in the thing because she's rubbish and she can't surf. They go to the medical point so she can like settle down and she pushes a shark alarm so she won't have to go back out. But it kind of calls the police and like this like like this like kind of home guard thing and a helicopter comes and um, it's quite a cool scene because literally it's like it's all these helicopters come the boats are boats are out it's a really well shot sequence and then everyone finds out that hannah can't surf because she has to like kind of um say why she pushed it because everyone thinks it's brett that pushed it because he can be a bit of a troublemaker um and then they both get rubbish pickup duty and they agree to keep the portal a secret um and um so uh so that basically no, no one takes it off them like all the authorities would take a um, something that bends space time and away from them. So, um, and the one thing I wrote was like, they're like 12 hours apart. So, how the hell are they going to stay awake for that long? You know, when you should be going to bed, you're going to be like going to Australia instead, um, which they did address in episode three. I was really glad about. So, Hannah's like kind of like sleeping on her desk and she ends up like, the teacher says, Hannah, what, what do you think? And then Hannah just shushes her <laughs> and then like, and then wakes up because the teacher's like, what did you say? Um, uh, so then it goes back to Australia. Brett and Wayne are having issues, having a kind of a fight, and they have a little like scuffle, and it wrecks Mum's dinner. And uh, Brett runs away from Wayne, um, but the parents said like, you know, we've got dinner happening. Stop being donuts or whatever. You got to be back here for like seven o'clock. So um, he goes through the um, the portal. Hannah's not happy to see him. She says he's an idiot, and she tries to keep him out of the way. And then it, he also fancies her roommate, like kind of sees a roommate and his kind of eyes come out of his head and like a proper cartoon thing, but not really, but that's kind of what's happening. Um, uh, Meredith says Brett ran away to be with a girl he loves and it is all Wayne's fault. He says She says that to Wayne. So Wayne's worried that he's run away. Hannah makes Brett stand outside the school and pretend to wait for a parcel. Um, uh, so back to Australia, Wayne's worried about getting into trouble and Hannah's in trouble already and she has to unbox the toilets and help the um uh caretaker uh, meanwhile brett is checking out the girls doing exercise so basically he's like been told to wait here but he doesn't wait here and he sees the girls doing like exercise class and stuff like that aerobics whatever so he goes and kind of checks her out but he gets caught by the teacher who then like says he says oh i'm waiting for a um parcel from hannah and then the teacher like takes him to hannah and says like you know, stop lying. What what's the deal? And they make up a lie that he's an exchange student and he's looking for work experience. And then he goes under the caretaker's wing, and then he says, "I'll teach him everything, teach you everything I know." And he like basically loves it. Um, and then someone's put loads of poison in the toilet, and he's up to his elbows in it. And he says, "Oh, don't worry, I've got a way to like make sure no one goes in here." And he puts up like a library sign on the toilet door, so he's like, "Don't worry, no one's going to come in there now." Um, and then he goes home, and he's just in time for dinner. Um, and yeah. That was the end of those three episodes. Um, I have to say, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed all three there. Nice. I watched the last episode, The Precious Book. So the boiler room has exploded, and this is where the the room in the portal, so in, uh, in Ireland, Galway, and Cormac is, like, looking at the portal, and he's, like, like looking around, and then obviously... Brett's like, whoa, 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 come back here. You know, don't, don't, don't have a look at this. And so they're looking around and thinking, you know what? We might have to sell the school altogether because we can't afford to repair it because it's going to cost 20,000 euros to uh, fix 
the uh, the boiler. Brett reckons that he has the he's like the school was kind of inherited to him, but obviously he can't prove it. And so basically the trustee, one of the trustees of the school, he brings a local celebrity, Tiffany Brooks, and she's having a look around. And Hannah finds a book with a symbol similar to the portal. And Tiffany Brooks having a tour of the school. And they're on the other side. Cormac is trying to restore the book. Because he puts it in a bucket full of water. And so Cormac's like, you know what? I'm I'm good at uh, restoring books. And so he's basically having a look at the book. And he finds out all these hidden pages. And Hannah is suggesting that they try to prove that Brett is related to Angus O'Keefe. And I think he's the founder of the school. And Tiffany Brooks says, you know what? I want to buy the school. And Hannah basically can't get back because Mrs. Murphy ended up, she's in Australia on the other side. And then Miss, like um, Mrs. Murphy, she has a piece of the portal or whatever. And she just kind of takes it out and she's thinking, you know, oh, this might be a, a nice uh, memorabilia for the school. And obviously, Hannah can't get back because it's uh, it's kind of broken. So she's in Australia. And then Cormac is having a look at everything and he's looking at it thinking, oh, snap. And he figures it out. And Hannah and Brett find the will of Angus. But they've got to get there before the Board of Trustees meeting. And Cormac's got all like, all the evidence or whatever. He uh, And he opens up the portal. And uh, he basically goes inside and he's wandering around. Brett's mom is like organizing a sleepover. Cause she's like, oh, to Hannah, how come you're not going home yet? And obviously she has to make up some excuse. And Mrs. Murphy. And then uh, Tiffany Brooks. She's... Um, offering to buy the school for 5 million euros. Initially, they try to um, stall and uh, they reluctantly reluctantly agree. But Brett opens up the portal and Hannah has to go back. And they come and save the day with Angus O'Keefe's will, because obviously the will says that you're not allowed to sell the school. And obviously, Miss Murphy, she's happy because she's obviously the head teacher. She doesn't want the school to close. And so she, she says, you know what? We need to verify this before we can make a decision. So we're going to have to postpone the school sale to verify the will. Cormac writes a postcard to Brett. And he tells him that he discovered the secret. And apparently he opened a different side of the portal. And they're not quite sure where he is. But apparently he's exploring the world. And he's having a great time doing it. And uh, that was the end of that. And yeah, I too really really liked this show i i thought it was really fun it was enjoyable all three were 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 enjoyable and very easy to watch i'm not sure if it's just like the australian thing i have a like a very like strong affection for but yeah i mean all three shows were slightly like the concept was like was cool and different um each one was like kind of like had its unique twist on it and yeah i thought each one was individually like cracking it was, it was, and uh, yeah, that's why I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Because obviously, I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I hadn't watched all these shows, and for two out of three, I didn't even, I haven't even heard of them before ever, so I didn't really know what to expect. But yeah, 
I left thinking these shows were, were good and it's going to make this part really, really difficult because you're going to have to rank these shows now. I think I've got my three, but um, one and two are close and the third probably not so. So third um, for me was um, uh, Spellbinders. Um, I thought that was probably the weakest of the three. Um, a, a close second was um, Foreign Exchange and first was Noah and Saskia. Um, first and second, like I said, were really close, but I think third was a long way off, but uh, still a very good show. I wouldn't say third was a long way off. I, I, I thought, or, or your third, I thought Spellbinder was a, a decent show and it was the one I started with first and then I kind of left that thinking, ah, oh, it's actually a pretty, pretty good show, to be fair. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so my number three is Foreign Exchange. Uh, my number two was Spellbinder. And yeah, number one for me was Noah and Saskia. I enjoyed it. And like I said, I enjoyed the, uh, I enjoyed watching a show about an internet chat room where it was basically a kid is genuinely talking to a kid. Yeah. It didn't end up in some like horrible dark scenario. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like any dark forces at play or anything like that. It was, uh, a nice, wholesome show for 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 people to enjoy and i thought i thought it was great and all three shows were enjoyable so um i guess this is what it's all about really as well as reminiscing about shows we love we're kind of going to put a spotlight on shows that we'd never heard of and obviously there's probably people out there who have watched these shows and love these shows and uh it's for you as well so uh enjoy this one guys enjoy this one and uh on that note, we'll bring this episode to an end. Uh, yesterday's Capers is available wherever you get your uh, podcast from. So give us a like, give us a listen, and uh, do all those things. We're on the socials at um, Yesterday's Capers 1 on Instagram, Yesterday Capers on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Yesterday's Capers, YouTube.com forward slash Yesterday's Capers. And you can find me on the socials at Instagram, it's Abdullah underscore Molim. On Twitter, it's Abdullah Merlim, all one word. Give me a like, give me a holler, give me a shout. Start from next week, we're doing Black History Month episodes again because it's Black History Month in America. So we'll uh, try and do some really, really cool black TV shows and cartoons for your enjoyment. So uh, look out for that. And uh, join us next time for another episode of Yesterday's Capers.